0: It's your move. We've played this game before. When does it end? Where's did the, the truth begin, or does that all depend on how much more I can give? Because there's so much more you can take. I mean, I've already began to toss and shake in my sleep. Wakeful eyes are comprised of sleepless nights, plights, and schemes, and these goddamn memories. They don't seem to fade. I feel like I'm chasing pavements or changing statements, anything to fill this vacant hole where my heart used to be. Tell me, have you ever seen a man crumbled? The regret ingrained in his face when faced with the joy and contentment displayed when she gazes upon another man's face It's humbling, hands trembling when someone wears your scent, the apprehensions I get when another favors your features, forced feet and illusions that caters to these demons and I'm bleeding. Leaking pieces of my soul What used to be so whole Molded by the contours of your hand Is now Mangled and tattered the Remnants of a better me Scattered across the four corners of this room If these walls could talk They will confess that despite my mishaps, perhaps I was the best thing for you and for you to hold disdain to this extent with this intensity seems insane. I mean, I changed what I could, did things I swore I wouldn't. Shouldn't that be enough? What more do you want? The echoes of your whispers still taunt me. And the reflections of your kisses are haunting, strumming, The strings of my heart dictating my emotions like chords from Jimmy. But this song ain't sound kinda low and dirty like waters. And I'm thirsty, baby. So come quench me. And give me your love again. And this rut we're standing in is too shallow to allow all of what we had to be in vain. So this game, I'm tired of playing it. And I'm saying this with everything. It's your move.
1: You're you're, you're
0: listening to
2: Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready,
0: my man? This poetic block. Ain't nothing holding me back but being you what you but you. Check this out man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh my god.
2: This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic
0: Black. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold dances and looted dances got us here.
2: You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black.
0: We we'll start from scratch exploring new possibilities. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions I'm your host, Poetic Black And today Today And today We have a very special guest in the studio I mean, this brother right here I told you guys That every so often we get a juggernaut uh, a staple of the poetry community and today family, this is no exception the brother, man, let me give his brother the introduction he deserves N'Goma Hill Baba N'Goma Hill is a performance poet multi-instrumentalist singer songwriter and paradigm shifter who for over 50 years has used culture as a tool to raise social political and spiritual consciousness through work that encouraged critical thought a former member of amiris baraka the spirit house movers and players and the contemporary freedom song duo serious business Ngoma weaves poetry and song that raises contradictions and searches for a solution to a just and peaceful world. N'goma was the Prop Slam winner of the 1997 National Poetry Slam competition in Middletown, Connecticut. And and he has been published in African Voices magazine, Long Shot Anthology, The Underwood Review, Signifying Harlem Review, Bum Rush, The Page, uh, Death um, slash death poetry jam anthology, poems on the road to peace volumes one, two, and three, yell press and let loose of the world Amiri Baraka seventy five, the understanding between foxes and light great weather for media, new rain blind beggar press thirty five anniversary issue, he was featured in the PBS spoken word documentary, the Afro poets with Allen Ginsberg. Ginsburg. N'GOMA has curated and hosted the poetry slam of the Martin Luther King Family Festival of Social and Environmental Justice at the Yale Peabody Museum since 1995. And I was a member of one of the contestants that, that actually um, competed in that, in that slam and one of those slams the years that he was there. He was also selected to participate in the 2009 Benelisha Poetry Exchange in Cape Town, South Africa. In December of 2011, he was initiated as a priest of the Aba, uh, the Obatala in the uh, the Ibadan, Nigeria. In June of 2013, he was initiated as a priest of Ifa. Ladies and gentlemen, when I tell you that this brother right here man he is a staple in our community man he's a poetry journeyman for over 50 years he has contributed to this art form that we love so much i want to i want to give a warm warm welcome to my brother your brother our elder mr Ngoma, baba Ngoma hill my brother my brother my brother my brother how are you today man
3: I'm good I'm good I'm great in fact
0: man it's so I'm so excited to to actually have you in the studio man I mean this is a this is a treat for me and for my audience man I mean this brother right here has put it down for years and if you ever had the pleasure of seeing this brother's like he is our Living Prince right now, and Gomez like Prince. I mean, he played every instrument that that you can think about. If you ever seen him in one of his shows, if you ever seen him perform, he just don't give you poetry, man. I mean, he bring he gives you an experience. It feels like it feels like you you at the Nile River, and you sitting on the banks of the Nile, and you just know me like a like a ancient griot that comes and just give you the the word, man. My brother, man, how are you, man? What's going on with you, brother?
3: (laughs) I'm just chilling, man. Observing the world and all the madness that's going on.
0: I feel you. Trying
3: to make make some sense of it, you know?
0: I feel you. I feel you. The the (laughs) The number one question I ask the guests when they come on the show, and this is going to be legendary coming from you, man. You know, uh, the number one question is, why poetry? Why spoken word? Why dedicate the time that you've dedicated into this art form? Tell us. Um,
3: That's a good question.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, I wrote my first poem while I was an infantryman in Vietnam. Mm. And what the poem was about was about me, like, uh, me growing politically. One of the things that happened while I was in Vietnam was I have friends who were in in school and they would send me books. Okay, so my consciousness was growing while I was in a war, Mm. okay? So I decided I had decided a long time. I got drafted. I didn't volunteer to go, mm. so my my being there was very problematic, not for me, <laughs> <laughs> because I because I presented a problem. I was I was organizing GIs to to vote for Dick Gregory, mm. you know. I was I was distributing Black Panther papers
2: mm.
3: in Vietnam. Wow. Okay. Mm. And I had decided that I was going to, if I got through this Vietnam thing, okay, that I was going to mm, use whatever talents that I had to try to do what I could to raise social and political consciousness or to do whatever it is that I could do for my people. Mm. So, when I came back and I was okay, I I, I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. So That's why. So, I continued to to do that. Mm. Uh, I had gotten my I first came back, maybe about a year later, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I moved to Newark, New Jersey, and I worked with Amiri Baraka mm. with the Congress of African People and the com- Committee for Unified Newark. So that was my like my entrance into doing uh political culture. And I just started there and you know, things just kept going and going. And I just kept going and going. Wow, man! That's why. That's why I do this work. It's not. Just, I don't do it for the money, although I like to get paid. <laughs> 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 but but that's not my pr- primary reason for doing it. Mm. And um, you know, I just I just do it because I think that the information that I give in my work, I think is needed. People people need to hear it, or I need to give you something to think about, or you know. Definitely. Like, like that.
0: <laughs> I, I agree with you totally, my brother. And like I remember the first time I ever seen you perform. Like I was I was blown. I think it could have been, because I've been so, so many spots. It could have been Nicholas, Nicholas or maybe a spot in Harlem somewhere. But the very first time I ever seen you perform, I was blown away. Like you played an instrument. It's this long instrument. It's like a long, I don't know what it's called, but it's a long tube that you blow into it when you're doing your poetry and it get the sound that it emanates, man. It it, it yeah. does something, it does something to your soul. Like when I, when I watch you perform, man, you, like you get lost, you get lost. It's like you taking a trip down and you just visiting all your ancestors. It felt like everything familiar, but I never heard the instrument before. If that if that makes sense. It, it it felt like everything familiar, but I never heard the instrument before.
3: Oh, okay. Well the instrument is it's called a yadaki. A yadaki. You, you, you may have heard of it as a didgeridoo. Mmm. It comes from Australia. Mmm. The aboriginals say that they use it to sound the world into being because the sound takes them in what they call a dream time. Mm, wow, that makes sense. Trance and they created a, the, the universe from, from it. Um, the actual name of it is a Yadaki, Y-D-A-K-I. Mm. But they call it a didgeridoo because the Europeans that colonize Australia, they call it out of its name like they call you Jigaboo. Exactly. <laughs> they call it Yadaki, <laughs> a didgeridoo. Exactly.
0: And they yeah. called it outside of his name. It's crazy, but it's a, like, how did you learn to play it? Like, how did you get introduced to that instrument, particularly? Because I know you play many different instruments. I've I seen you play the guitar. i seen you play the violin. i seen you play the flute. i seen you play so many different instruments. But how do you mm-hmm. get involved in that particular instrument?
3: I was in a relationship with a woman who was a... Um, a reader. She read tarot. She read. She was an astrologer. She read Zulu bones. We went to a new age fair, and they had music playing, and that was playing. So I'm like, hmm, what's that sound? So I, I found a DJ,
2: and
3: I said, what is that? You know. So he let me look at it. It was, it was back when albums and CDs and stuff you could read it. So I'm looking the instrumentation, and that's how I found out about it. So she she used to read at a uh at a store in New Haven. I can't remember the name of the store right now, but anyway, they had some in the store. Wow. And <laughs> she calls me up. She calls me up and says they got digi- they got digits down here, you need to come and get one. So I went and got one. And then I went online and did some research and stuff and I figured out how to play it and then I just rehearsed with it till I could actually play it. Mm. That's how I started playing,
0: yeah man you like it's an experience watching you perform man it's it's like really an experience because you do something so unique it's one unique thing that you do when you perform it's like you make a beat on the spot it's like I don't know it's kind of funny it's like you you start as you start a you'll start, you start a poem and you'll start a beat and then you dub it right there on the spot and then you'll flow to it. Like, tell us a little bit about that. Um,
3: I could do two or three different kinds of ways. I can go about it two or three different kinds of ways. I use a boss loop station. Mm. I created some tr- I created, created some tracks and I put the tracks on the loop station.
2: Mm. So now
3: I'm going to hit the track and then I play over the track. But I also have the ability to be able to create a track on the spot. So I could play like I could play didgeridoo. And I could add a flute to it, and mm. I could add a shaker to it, and I could add I can layer and layer
0: it, and that's like, that that's And I've seen you do that before. I seen you I seen you perform one time and you did that and I was I was blown away. I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Like <laughs> right on the spot, you just made the beat and then you flowed the poem right on top of it, and they came out like you like you done practiced it for years. And it, and I it did was Oh, <laughs> you you, you, practice, you did practice for years, to be able to do it like that, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, man. But it's 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 amazing, man, what you do, man, and how you do it, man. It's definitely a, a beautiful thing to watch, man, and how you bring so many different elements to the art of the spoken word. And like me, me myself, I like the incorporation of the music with the spoken word. I think it gives it another feel. But the way you're able to do it when you you take that live element. If anybody ever seen you perform live, you take that live element and you really work with that, man. And I think it's amazing, man. So how many instruments do you play officially? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's that many, man. Yeah, about at least 12. Mm. Wow, phenomenal! Some stuff, some
3: stuff that I played, I played it when I was a kid, and I don't play them no more. Mm. But I could, I can, I can still play it, but I just don't. Mm. So, and some stuff, I played it for a short, a short period of time, like maybe for a semester or something like that. I, I majored in instrumental music education at Virginia State, was college then is university now.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, so, I had to learn how to play different instruments. But by the time I had gotten to college. I could already play like about seven instruments. Wow. I started playing violin when I was seven. Then after violin, I, when I was about eight or nine, I, I took a little piano. By the time I got to sixth grade, when everybody else starts to first starts to playing instruments, I could already play violin, I could play piano. So wow. they gave me a cello. So I played cello for a minute.
2: Mm.
3: When I got to junior high school, uh I played flute. When I got to high school, uh, the high school I went to didn't have an orchestra. They had a band. So I learned how to play baritone horn. Then I started teaching myself how to play guitar. In my freshman year, I always wanted to play bass, upright bass, but I wasn't big enough. I'm a little kid. (laughs) (laughs) So so by the time I got to college, I was big enough to play upright bass, and I had to take a a string course anyway, and I could already play violin and guitar and, you know, Mm. so play bass. So I ended up playing, we had an eighteen piece dance band. Wow. They, they like Ellington tunes and stuff. We used to play for, for like the ROTC balls and shit like that. Wow, man. Yeah, played upright bass. <laughs> and uh you know then after that after school I just continued to pick up different instruments. I said, okay I'm gonna try this and I,
0: that's <laughs> you know, that, I like the way this sounds. <laughs> yeah that's amazing because I just I just picked up the, the guitar. I've been practicing that for about like maybe three years now. You know, oh, okay. I, it, no, it, it, it's coming along, but it's not uh, easy. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy. <laughs> it's definitely not easy. <laughs> but but let me ask you, um, brother. Let me ask you, Nagoma, man. How do you see the state of poetry today? Like, being the fact that you, you know, what I'm saying you was around. Like you you was around. You seen poetry develop you that the the state of spoken word develop from when you was younger to now. How do you see the state of spoken word today? Do you see a progression? Do you see us in a better place? Do you see us? Where do you see us going as you see the poets today?
3: <laughs> That's a good one. You know. I do poetry with a, I do I do poetry with a purpose. My poetry has a purpose. Mm. It's not just words, it's not just for the money, it's, it's not a pickup line, you know. Mm. And so when I'm looking at poetry, I'm looking at that from that angle. Like, what what is the poet talking about? Mm. Are you really giving me some information that I could grow from? Are you really giving me, is your opinion worthy of my Taking it in, and can I learn from it? Mm. You no, know, and, and so hmm, poetry is all over the place. There are some, there, there's some political poets. I don't really want to use that term, but anyway, that'll work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that they are growing. The rest of it is stagnant to me. Mm. You know, it's like. It's like, mm-hmm. if I wanted to hear your problems, you should pay me to be your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's
0: profound, I feel you, I feel so you. So the
3: question, where is it going, Alifano? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll continue to grow, you know, but there's room for everything, there's room. So, you know, you can't just have one color. Definitely. To make a picture.
0: Exactly. So I,
3: I'm not putting it down because people write about bullshit, but let's let's be honest, it's bullshit. Yep,
0: I feel you. <laughs> you saying like I see you come from the old cloth, like from the 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 last poets. You know me, um, Gil Scott Heron, like right. these individuals who took the the word, they took the spoken word, and they used it, they utilized it for something. They use it right. to get their point across, to get the to get the agenda for people to get on the same page. And I see exactly where you're coming from. That's why we respect, we respect and adore you so much. Because like when you, whenever you come to a venue, you know what I'm saying? Everybody pay homage, man. Because I've seen you, you know what I'm saying? I've I've watched you perform so many different places in New York. And everywhere you go is like they pay homage because your words they carry that purpose that you're talking about. They carry that, that meaning that people, when they hear your poetry, they're not just leaving the venue with like some entertainment. They leaving the, the venue with something on the cap, something to think about, to ponder. So we definitely appreciate you for that, my brother.
3: Well, I'm glad people understand it. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> definitely,
0: yeah? definitely, definitely understand it. But now yeah. I want to give my audience, I want to give my audience a taste of who Baba Ngoma is, and can you can you uh, do a piece for the audience for me real quick, my brother?
3: Let I don't me... know about quick, but yeah, I can do it. Ah, <laughs> that's right. That's ah. what I'm talking
0: about. Take your time. I, I want you. Let me set. Let me let me set the stage up for you. Let me set the stage up for you.
2: <laughs>
1: mother's motherless child. Well, some time, you know, i be well, well, like a, like a mother's child. I was kidnapped,
3: tied up, tied down to the bottom of a slave ship, transported like cattle. I didn't ask to come here, feel the slave was lashed forever, ask grandmother on bumpers, ask Philip Vanel, ask Rodney King. I didn't ask to come here. Nobody asked me if I wanted to be a citizen. I didn't hijack a boat to come to these shores and lose my name, my religion, my ancestors, my land, my mind. I didn't ask to integrate no assembly.
1: No more ocean blocks.
3: I don't ask to be a gun. At least not the ones that bombed Hiroshima, killed Vietnamese babies, spread man-made diseases, spilled blood and guts in the name of the cross, the lash and the gun. Stole the Indians' land, level a
1: holy land. And before I'd be a slave, I'd be buried in my grave. I just want to be accepted in the human race with peace,
3: love, justice and equality.
0: Do you see what I mean? Do you see what I mean? This brother is is phenomenal, man. Now, you guys can't see, but while I'm doing this interview, I can see him playing all these different... All that was live. All that was live. The instruments, man. He played all those different instruments, spit the poem, all that one shot, one take. You can't see it. You guys can't see, but I can see it, man. And this brother is the real deal, man. Wow, man. That piece, that piece I heard you do that piece live, man. And that piece always resonate with me, man. That's a that's a beautiful piece. I remember that old hymn that my grandmother used to sing that 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 hymn. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. I remember that when I was a kid, she used to play that. I don't know who sung it. I don't know who originally performed it. It could have been Mahalia Jackson, I don't know. But, but I remember before. yeah, before her, Slave song. Was a slave song exactly. So, I remember I remember her singing that. She would hymn that. And uh it always resonated with me, but that piece t- tell us about that piece right there. Um Brother Ngoma. Like what what inspired that piece? That's a profound piece right there. Deep piece. You you get into a lot of history with that piece. The song or the poem? The song and oh. the poem, but the poem mainly though, because you chose poem, that wrote, you chose that song to to interlude the the poem, right. and it makes that connection. You know what I'm right. saying? But I want you to tell us like what drove you to write in that piece in particular, man, because I know there's a lot of history in that piece right there.
3: Yeah, it's kind of. I wrote it. I wrote this piece that piece for Amiri Baraka's 72nd. Birthday party. Wow. And that was the first time that I performed it. Hmm. It came out of a conversation that I had, I have a lot of friends uh come from other countries and you know, Native American Native Americans, West Indians, Africans, and whatnot, and they all come here, you know. And um, you know, they they choose to come here. And I didn't choose to come here.
2: Hmm.
3: That's right. <laughs> That's right. So that was, that 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 was the point of it exactly was like look I ain't choose to come here I'm here, cause 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 the slave the slave was brought me here I brought, brought my ancestors here, but I'm not here by choice you know that's right that was probably that was basically the motivation for it.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna I'm I'm not I'm not even gonna stop you about to get into another piece. I see you you strumming on that guitar. I'm I'm gonna let you go ahead and get into your thing. I I want my audience to just sit back and just really listen to this, brother man. There's definitely a message behind these words. Coming back to the stage again, Mr. Ngoma Hill. This is a three-string
3: guitar box, three-string guitar box guitar, three-string cigar box guitar. Mm. it's made out of a cigar box wow these were brought here and enslaved they couldn't bring their instruments and they started making instruments out of stuff that they could you know Mm. instrument out of a cigar box now it's been upgraded some it's got a pickup and all that Mm. you know but but that's what's what's up
2: (laughs) Didn't
1: come on a Mayflower. On a good ship, Jesus. I'm Matilda, Henrietta, Marie, chain, belt, and shackle. Gory, a castle, copper and Manila. Copper and tobacco. You ain't paid your dues. You ain't paid your dues. You ain't paid your dues to sing my blues. To sing my blues. <laughs> Stopped on Evo Landing. Try to walk on water. I'm a runaway. I'm a renegade. I'm a son of a dusty daughter. You ain't paid your dues. You ain't paid your dues, you ain't paid your dues, sing my blues tunes, my
2: blues. Boss Beezy and Charleston,
1: Nanny of the Maroons, Nat Turner and John Brown, Harriet Tubman, Freedom Bound, you ain't major dudes. You ain't paid your dues, you ain't paid your dues to sing my blues, to sing my
2: blues.
1: From sun up to sundown. Black babies sold by the pound. Ancestors buried in hallowed ground. You ain't paid your dues. The whole world seems like a big plantation. I'm just trying to get my reparations, cause you ain't paid your dues. You ain't paid your dues, you ain't paid your dues to sing my blues, to sing my blues. Didn't come on the Mayflower, came on the good ship Jesus. Armistice was Tilda, Henrietta Marie, chain, band, and shackle. Gory to mean a castle Copper and Manila Cotton and Tobacco <laughs>
0: Definitely profound, profound, my brother. Profound, man. Wow, man. You ain't paid your dues. <laughs> you, you ain't paid your dues. <laughs> yeah, you dropping jewels in that piece, man.
3: Nowadays, you find four-fifths of the performers, seven-eighths of the performers is white folk.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. So you know we bought these blues, <laughs> we, <laughs> and you got the point. You ain't yeah, paid the dudes.
0: You ain't paid them dudes, but they capitalize Those off of it though. Dudes. They definitely capitalize off of it. I was I was having that conversation with a friend of mine earlier, man. That uh, you look at the culture that we give to this 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 great United States of America, <laughs> if you want to call it that, and we give so much culture, but we don't reap none of the benefits, man. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's crazy that, cause I see you had to slide on your hand when you was playing the guitar, you had to slide yeah. on. And I was like, wow, that's another piece of history that, that was invented by us.
1: You yeah, know what exactly. I mean?
0: That was invented by us. And I'm like, look at this, man, we give so much and we get so little in return. So I can really identify with that piece right there. That's profound. You ain't paid your dues, man. Sing these blues. You want to get up there. You want to show how nice you are on the guitar. But you ain't go through what we went through to get that sound. That sound yeah, really. that you just mimicking it. You you looking at the yeah. the music sheet mimicking it. But that that sound was 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 generated through blood, sweat, tears, heartache, anguish, pain. And you know what I mean? You ain't pay the dues for that, man. You ain't mm-hmm. paid the dues for that. That's profound, man. Yes. Music that make you think, man. That's wow. I'm gonna be thinking about that for for the for the rest of the night right there. That's deep. <laughs> That's deep. Okay. It, it is, man. Wow, man. But well, that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful piece right there in Goma. You got another piece for us, or oh, that's of all right. I'm going all night. I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen you do it. I see you do a whole concerts. <laughs> 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 uh. Coming back, Nagoma Hill.
3: with Harriet. I thought I was some kind of patriot, seeing I was a scout for the union and all. But truth be told, it was just a good cover so as I could travel back and forth following the North Star, guiding my folk to freedom. Now y'all's Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil, so I ain't so sure I want my face on that legal tender. Martin's kind of conflicted about it, too, being he's a preacher oh. I'm sure his dream didn't include being traded for gold on the open market. That just seemed like slavery again. Not that we ain't honored for being remembered. In fact, since y'all invoke y'all's ancestors with statues and whatnot, it's cool we be invoked, too. But y'all's paper don't have no gold back. So what I really need to know is, since y'all broke that 40 acres in a mule promise, where the hell is the reparations? Pool, it's too late for 40 acres of a mule. the debt is
1: 400 years overdue where's the reparations now where's the reparations tell me where's the reparations oh where's the reparations i got to know. Where's the reparations oh yeah ba da ba dee ba da ba da ba 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 do doo doo, dang, skidoo dang.
3: 40 acres
1: and a mule. The debt is 400 years overdue. Tell me where's the reparation? Where's the reparation? Where's the reparations? Oh, where's the
2: reparations? I got a new. Tell me where's the reparations? I take food
3: stamps, I take uh, Metro cards, Cash App, PayPal. Being mo, you can write me a check as long as that shit don't bounce. But what I really need to know is where, well, where, well, where, well, where, well, where, well, where, well, 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 you may think I'm some kind of fool, yeah.
1: Where's <laughs> the
0: my fingers, man. I'm like, I'm at a live concert, man. Oh, my God, man. That piece right there is epic. <laughs> Where's the reparations? That's, I, I, can, I can jam to that. Where is that, man? You got that recorded? Yeah. Where, where, where I can you find that
3: at? Uh, it's on iTunes. It's on
0: YouTube. It's on... Um, um, is it on Amazon Music? Uh, I think so. I'm going to check that tonight, man. I got to hear that, Joe. I got to put that in my playlist right there, man. You must think I'm some kind of fool. (laughs) You must think I'm some kind of fool. Where the reparations? You say, I take Cash App. I take PayPal. I take Stamps, EBT. Give it up, man. That's right, man. Oh, my God, man. That piece right there is epic, man. That's an epic piece, my brother. Oh, I'm over here. I'm over here zoning in the back, man. (laughs) I'm over here zoning, man. But yeah, brother, man, that piece right there is self-explanatory right there, man. Where the hell is the reparations, man? Exactly. Because you talked about the good ship Jesus, man. A lot of brothers and sisters don't know that the very first ship that was used to transport slaves was called the good ship. Jesus. Good ship, Jesus. Good ship <laughs> Jesus. That's crazy. I said in one time in a poem, I said, I said, uh uh the same cross they forced upon us, the same cross clinging to the flag post of the ships meant to host us all. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And 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 it's so amazing how they're so manipulative that the the very the very name he used to come over on the ship to come get us is the very name that you got our brothers and sisters hollering out and putting so much faith in. I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. How they got us, man. They got us in a, in a, in a real messed up position, man. I can appreciate yeah. that piece right there, my brother. Okay. Mm-mm. okay. Now, now check it now. Now we coming close to the end man, but I need to hear some more from you brother I gotta I gotta no i don't I don't wanna be I don't want to be ungrateful man cause I you know what I'm saying you, <laughs> did, you, did, you did gave us three dynamite pieces man, but I, but i need I need to ask for one more man can you rock us out one more man and you, it could be as long as you want, man. Just get it your vibe man do what you do, brother
2: let's get it.
3: The real Black Panthers ain't in Wakanda. Epigraph.
1: There are over 69 political prisoners and POWs captured in these yet to be United States. This poem
3: is dedicated to them, with my apologies that there are too many to mention. Real Black Panthers ain't in Wakanda, never had vibranium, ain't Afro-futuristic, in fact their future is in peril, an endangered species, living heroes and heroes, not Marvel characters imagined by Disney, no blockbuster movie by Hollywood. America says they don't exist. But JAG or whoever declared them dangerous, counterintelligence programmed them, disappeared them behind prison walls. Warriors in the struggle for liberation, never asked to be citizens, righteous soldiers. They did not wear uniforms. Guilty only of taking a stand to free the land framed by a system that refuses to acknowledge their sovereignty. Go and tell the children, tell them we are real heroes that lived and died for freedom. Call them by their name, Fred Hampton, Little Bobby Hutton, Safia Bukhari, Herman Ferguson, Bashir Hamid, Zaid Malik Shakur, Geronimo, as in Jijaga Prett. Just the name of few who died too soon, like Kuwasi Balagoon. There's no need to make shit up. Many still languish behind the walls, heroes and sheroes standing tall. Mumia Abu Jamal, Russell Maroon Schultz, Herman Wallace, Matulu Shakur, Jalil Him, Robert Seth Hayes. Imam Jamil Alameen, Rochelle Sinkei McGee, some locked down almost half a century. Yes, my friends, there are real Black Panthers. This is only a few that need to be free, and they damn sure ain't in Wakanda. What's the call? Free them all. What's it called? Free them all, free them all.
0: I can sit there and listen to you all day, man. I can sit there and listen to you all day, man. That piece right there. It's something about that flute, bro. It's something about that flute. It's reminiscent. I don't know if you remember that artist, uh, Willie Hutch. Remember Willie Hutch? Yeah. Uh, That flute, he used, to, he used to play with that flute, too. That flute do something, man. That That's like a war cry or something. I don't know, man. I feel inspired when I hear it, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man, man. That's definitely a, a a dynamic piece, brother. And it's filled with so much, you know what I'm saying? History, so much education, man. So much wisdom, man. You mentioned a lot of names, man. A lot of political prisoners, man. Jamil Alameen, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, formerly known as Geronimo Pratt, you know. Political prisoner,
3: right. man. I mean is um, 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 H. Rap Brown.
0: Oh, my bad. H. Rap Brown. Yeah. H. Rap Brown. Yeah, because I read I read his book. He had wrote a book. Um when he because he became Muslim. He was a Panther. He became Muslim, but he wrote a book. He wrote a few books. But uh yeah. definitely a deep brother, man. Definitely a deep brother, man. Political prisoners, man. And you see the history of what they do you know, to silence us. Like the Panthers, man, the Panthers, if, when you look at the welfare system today, they got that from the Panthers. They got that idea from the Panthers. They got the free breakfast program yeah, the, from the, the Panthers. The, the free breakfast. And they took, it, it's, it's, it's so diabolical how these people, you know what I'm saying, how they are, man. And it's crazy, man. It's really, it's really crazy, man. That, that piece right there really sheds a lot of light on those political prisoners, man, that was done wrong, man. And you, I, I, I love the way you, you made the connection, man. They ain't from no Wakanda either. You know what I'm saying? They ain't from no Wakanda, man. Right here, man. They profit off our pain, man. You know, profit off our pain. Curse us for the black in us, then profit off our pain. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. My brother, man, I mean, it's been a pleasure to have you here, man. But I have to ask you, You know, before we wrap this up, man, my audience wouldn't forgive me. What advice would you give an inspiring artist, spoken word artist that want to get his art out there? Like, what would you what advice would you give them to to like to more so perfect their craft? You know, someone who wants to do this for a living, someone who wants to put the work in it like you put in, you know, what advice would you give them? (laughs)
3: Read. have something to say.
0: That's that's that read. You know, something's crazy. You just said that. I want me to cut you off. But great minds think alike because I I interviewed another brother. You may know him at Mabry. And yeah, and and when I asked him that same question, the very first thing he said was read, read. And that's, that's profound, man. He said, read more, twice as more than you spit. Read yeah, twice as more yeah. than you spit. And that's deep, man. Great minds do think alike, man.
3: Writing is like this. It's like um, it's like filling up a picture and then pouring it out. Mm. And if you don't put nothing in your picture, you got nothing to pour out. Mm. Indeed. You know? You can give us your opinion. You can tell us about your life, but most people's lives are pretty much the same. You know, it's either good or bad. You're either doing well or, or you're not, you know. So so you're not saying nothing. You know, you talk about you coming come, I'm talking about how bad your parents did you. You know, psh, mm. We don't care.
2: Mm. I'm
3: not your side, I'm not just, I'm not your shrink.
0: Mm. Mm. <laughs>
3: exactly.
0: Use the platform for what it's intended something for. Else. I something tell else you. to think about. I feel you, my brother. I feel you. You know, I, it's crazy. I, I was at a slam one time. I was at a slam one time and I was like, wow, man. It was a poem, a person who spit a poem and they was talking about Donald Duck and like cartoon <laughs> characters and I had spit some real prolific piece and I was like, yo, I didn't even place. And, but that, that person got third place one third place i was like you serious you telling me this prolific piece i just fit couldn't mess with this donald duck poem this dude just wrote i like wow this is crazy i understand exactly i understand that sentiment exactly my brother you know i what think I'm saying? people
3: take slam too seriously it's just a platform
0: is that that's it that's, <laughs> that's it. all it is that's <laughs> it you know but the words of the the art of the word the spoken word is sacred is sacred so I get what you're saying when you come to that stage bring something of 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 importance you know what I mean because yes. you got the platform you might as well use that platform for something beneficial and not in nothing vain so I, I I definitely agree with your sentiment my brother you know what I'm saying respect that platform respect that respect all of the artists that walked in that same path who who came to try to teach him and uplift our people to bring them out of this this slumber that we're in you yeah. know but my brother man i really appreciate you man i appreciate you i know you're a busy brother you know what i mean and you you're always traveling you're always you know you're always working like tell the people where they can find you where they can support your work
3: i'm on facebook in Goma hill i'm on instagram uh Small letters, Baba B A B A underline, Ngoma N G O M A. M A. I'm on, Twitter somewhere back
0: <laughs> 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 But you, but you definitely on iTunes or we can go purchase your um your 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 um, music.
3: Yeah, you, yeah, CD baby, iTunes. Um, it's another thing I can't think of. Hold a minute, hold on, man. Uh, I'm on most of the platforms because I i put out stuff on cd baby and they put it out they put stuff on it everywhere i'm on spotify
0: all right i got spotify so definitely man i'm definitely going i'm downloading you soon as this interview is over i'm going to download you on spotify i definitely got spotify okay definitely and spotify is free so y'all could definitely go get spotify and uh you know i'm saying support this brother man support this brother man this brother is a journeyman he's a he's a veteran he is our elder we respect and we honor you my brother and i I definitely want to give you your flowers while you're here because this was the reason i made this platform to to celebrate the spoken word artist man and for real my brother you are one of the brothers who inspire me to keep doing what i do to keep at it you know what i mean to make my words mean something man so I appreciate you, King, man. Thank you for sitting down with us, man. Let us pick your mind and sharing your art with us. It's definitely appreciated, my brother. And Thanks for having me definitely king anytime man i gotta have you back man if you if, if you were in mind man you come back man and, and do a, a couple of more joints because you got a you got a whole entire playlist that you didn't get through that i love i'm to my favorite joints of yours man like for real for <laughs> real man <laughs> you know but i appreciate yeah. you king man definitely go check out this brother man check him out go on um spotify download his work his name is spelled N-G-O-M-A-N-Goma. Ngoma. You know, he's our elder You know, and definitely support my brother, man Anybody else who want to get on the show And you want to come on the show And you want to um, use this platform To let people see and view your art Hit me up at spoken soul sessions At gmail.com And I'll uh, send me some links Where I can find your work And I'll definitely reach out to you And get you on the show But Until next time, people, I want to urge you to love each other and love yourselves. Peace. Peace.